Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. They're not here today. You got Jonathan Peterlin and Andy Baskin. We're good to be hanging with you for another hour here. And then uh, Jeff will be in and Dan Menigan will take over for me at 10 o'clock. All right, so... Uh, thank God we got the poo out of the room. Oh. <laughs> I, I've never met a guy that can suck the life out of a room faster than he can. Like, he oh, is, that's not nice. He is uh, instead of poo <laughs> we should call him Schleprock, right? He's Schleprock. That's not nice. All right, so we so before we did the show today, and by the way, we'll hear from Anthony Castrovince here at nine twenty MLB.com, and then Mitch, please take us home towards the end of the hour. Um, you sent out a list of things that you potentially wanted to talk to. And I looked at Owen, and I was like, "What is this one all about?" Do you no, know? What I, question? No, I have no idea which one. You okay, want to talk so about. this oh, is one on. of the things that you want to talk about today, and I'm like, "Well, I so I we, gotta, we, I gotta, yeah. I gotta ask you this just straight out. The question is, would you put a Neuralink in your brain? Oh yeah, I, I have a lot of. And random what things. is my what? What is that? Like, what are we doing? Are we doing Avatar? You don't know what the, the Neuralink? Like Avatar? I'm obsessed with Neuralink right now. We're not obsessed. That's that's not that's not the right term for it. But I, it's been popping up over the previous like 24 hours in a big way. Okay. Help so me what it is? This. It's like a, it's a chip that you you put into your brain. You implant it into your brain, and then you can move like you can move like for like a like a mouse on a screen, for instance, right? You can do it with your brain, and you can do everything with your brain. And so you can uh, basically it just makes life easier in a lot of ways. Uh, let me uh, give you an answer to this really quickly. Hell no, I'm not doing that. You're going to implant something into your brain. Into your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it makes your, you, let's say you're makes your so life, lazy that you can't move a mouse. Let's say it makes your life 10 times easier because it just does, it just, it, it responds to everything you want to have happen that you're thinking with your eyes. It controls that with, you can do with the, my, the mouse, anything. So like, yeah. Allegedly we had cell phones I don't, hacked I don't know what I don't know what this would cost. And that's, that's the maybe cost. the hang up. But let's say it's like thirty bucks and something really cheap, which sounds insane because they're putting something into your brain. Yeah, that's so that not probably, my hang up on cost. It's just putting something into your brain. Cost was not the first thing yeah, I opening thought. Opening up my skull, oh. not a big. So yes. you know I have sleep apnea, right? Uh, I do too. You you do as well, oh, right? Yeah. Do you have a machine Guys, and everything? Yes. No. Guess what? You do too. I have it too. Hey, sleep apnea. Hey, brothers. guess what's oh. coming, Mitch? Stay Here in this room go. long enough, you'll be snoring. And have you seen the ads for the uh, the device that you can put inside you yes. to make it easy, so you yes. don't have to do the machine or anything like that? Yes. Scares the living daylights out. Okay, of I've contemplated that. So you contemplated that, so you won't contemplate uh, the well, Neuralink. That's a health issue. This is a, a laziness issue. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, I've used I've used pretty much everything because I'm not a, the the machine drives me nuts. I can't. Uh, it's so hard for it's me. A, to get a good brain night's computer sleep. interface is what it is. It's and you would do it or you wouldn't do it? It's medically invisible. I, no, I don't think I would, but I'm fascinated by it. Is it real? 
Yeah. It's like this is like the thing they're trying to push these days. I, I, I don't know what's available to the public yet. Mitch, I was going to say. They're still in the testing grounds. This stems from an article that came from Forbes, I believe, two days ago that the first human that was implanted with a chip uh, from Neuralink has recovered. And according to Elon Musk, they can now move a computer mouse with thought alone. It's wild. Like we are we are getting there, Baskin. We, we are. Uh, you guys think the world is going to be so similar 10 years from now that it is today? Well, think about it. If you woke Completely up, it, it, if you fell asleep 100 years ago and woke up today, you wouldn't believe. Like, what What is now, that thing? Jonathan, I would pay to listen to NFL players Neuralinks. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now you've got me. See? We've I'll blended it together. All right. <sighs> you ready for a little Guardians on television this weekend? Yeah, I'm ready. Reds. I do every year I do this every year I get excited for the very first one that's on TV and then I sit down and I get myself all ready to go and and then I I I waste three hours of my day TV who needs a TV you got a chip in the back of your head you just watch it on the wall the the chip in my head can tell me like where what channel I need to go to and it can can fix fix everything I need that's insane I don't think I would do the chip by the way we need to make that clear I kind of I like the option of it being there if I want to if it becomes if it becomes normal Jonathan I think if you're the radio host that brings it up and they actually do it you have to get chipped yeah that's true it's part of the rules i'm just fascinated that is one of the good things about poobah like when he says something you say something you got to do it you got to do it anything for content andy anything for content and by the way uh they'll take the surgery out of your paycheck this week too make sure you pay for it um so are you on board with the Guardians right now? Are you excited about I'm having about such it? a tough time. Why? I can't figure it out. I, I don't know. Because I don't know they if it's didn't because... do anything in the offseason? That's why? Yeah, that's part of it. When you spend as much money on a backup catcher as you've spent on anything this year, yeah, yeah, maybe that's part of it. Steven Vogt replacing Terry Francona doesn't do it for you? There's New ballpark? There's... I mean, it's basically we got a new ballpark coming in. That's what it looks like from the outside. Doesn't it feel like one? Because they've replaced the seats? Seats took well, them out. Taken There's out nothing there. Area They're gone. Upstairs, yeah. I haven't seen the. Co- I haven't Blue seen the seats. Changes. Oh, just, I just I, seen the changes. Well, here, when just you look down, down the East Ninth today, yeah. turn your head to the right. I always go the other direction that completely misses the ballpark. Just so you guys know, uh, I I don't know. I'm having a hard time, and I don't. I can't be alone here. I know I'm not alone. I I am having a hard time getting excited for Guardians baseball. And baseball is my favorite thing. I've always loved baseball more than the other sports, uh, but I'm having a hard time. And I told you, usually, I, I, for the first spring training game. I tune in and then I regret it about an hour into the uh, the whole entire thing, and I I don't even think I'm going to w- waste my time doing that. And and I'm about I'm not a destination guy, sports watcher. I'm a I'm a journey guy. I can I can go through bad seasons. I I, I can go through a 75 win season. I can go through an 82 win season. I can go okay. through a 65 win season. It's not always about winning the World Series and only winning the World Series. Something about this team. I just, I, I, I'm having a hard time with this one. Maybe it is. Maybe it's Stephen Vote. Maybe it's, it's him replacing Tito. I, I can't. I, 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 I mean, don't know. Vote has no effect on me right now. I don't. I don't. Doesn't. I'm if reaching. He does I'm, a good I'm, job. He does a good job. If he doesn't, Jeff and I talked about watching this Jose like, Ramirez and Josh Naylor play baseball should be enough for me. You'd think so, but I, 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 I don't know. The buy-in here right now is just, it's just not there. And I, maybe it's because I understand that it doesn't seem like they're building towards anything. They're just kind of existing. And they seem like they put the whole thing on cruise control in, in a weird way. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I have conspiracy theory on the whole thing because the team can change hands, right? The Dolans can let the, the minority group come in yeah, and right. take over. So, I, like, I, I'm just wondering if they're just trying to get everything clean and ready for a transitional change. They have an option. The minority group has the option to buy, from what I was told, uh, 
after the whatever the period was between they so five the, years, right? I thought it was five so. years. Yeah. I still think it's five years, but there was a point where I read something that made me think something different. Okay. But I, I just I, I'm wondering what it's going to look like in if it stays with this ownership group because I, I don't know I, like how much money are they going to put into this thing. Where are we going? You're looking at um, Sherman, our former minority mm-hmm. owner of the team. Kansas the one that City. Kansas City yeah. yeah, did you see the new ballpark they're looking at there? Downtown. Very oh, nice. Looks gorgeous. Very nice. I think with by the way, I'm just gonna ask you this one. Is that good for the Chiefs then? That gives the Chiefs the entire land. Because I don't know if yeah, you know this. I in mean, Kansas City, both the baseball stadium and the football stadium are in the same like remote place off the freeway. I can't and it's imagine one giant parking arrowhead. Lot. I can't th- either. And so but and it probably needs a ton of money into that. It's got Kaufman has not had as much money put into it. Well, no, but, but they, if, you, if you look at the renderings. They redid it, though. They redid that ballpark. They did. I mean, they took the fountains out. If that. you look at the renderings, though, for what's going to be downtown, it's basically what everything the Browns want to have happen is that it's going to have all the hotels. It's going to look like a team shop threw up in the in right. the mile radius of that place. Right. You have the hotels. It's all going to be Kansas City Royals themed. You're going to have the bars that are all going to be Kansas City Royals themed. It's going to look like Ballpark Village in St. Louis where you, you walk immediately out of the right. ballpark and you just have so many restaurants and so many things, and they're all Cardinals baseball branded. Same thing with the Royals. It's going to be really nice. And that's exactly what the Browns, if they had their druthers, would get here. Very Wrigleyville, right? Yeah, very much so. Very yeah. much so, yeah. And with uh, that, I'm telling you, the plans for that look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the other plans that look nicer, the Salt Lake baseball plans. I don't know if you've seen those or not. No, what are those? <laughs> well, they're I mean, they're making a run. They want a baseball team there. For Salt so, Lake City? Yeah, Salt Lake. Yeah. There was talk. There was a lot of rumors. I'll get shot down by the NHL. Why are you avoiding the city part of Salt Lake? Oh, Salt Lake. I just called Salt Lake. Oh, you just, okay. I oh, okay. So I didn't, they're going to play in Salt Lake. of the Salt Lake. I didn't, know yes. I didn't know if there was something there I was missing or what was going no, on. No, I just called Salt Lake. I don't. Okay. We have relatives out there. So I just I keep my eye on some of the stuff that's going on out there. I, I, but I think part of the problem is, is that, you know, new manager, didn't make a lot of offseason moves. Shane Bieber's future is up in the air. There's a lot of things it's that... It's also been up in the air for three years now. It seems more up in the you air know, now just, than it, it did before. And, and it is, but every single year we've gone into... For, for at least the previous two, we've talked about Shane Bieber. And we've talked about, like, is this the year he finally gets traded? And now at this point, I, I'm like, all right, his value isn't what it was anyway. Here's what I've been saying for the last two days, that even if the Guardians are mediocre, they're still going to have a chance to make the playoffs. And And I can't wait to talk to Anthony because we were talking the other day about... You know what's going on with this team? This team might actually be built for the playoffs and not for the regular season. And how far do they have to go? Well, the playoffs are always ball goes far, team goes far, and they're not built for that at all. Pitching wise, though, they have pitching. That you just they need, you need homers, though. You need you need the deep ball. That's like that's been proven time and time again. Well, that's to excel in the playoffs. I'm talking about just getting to the playoffs. Okay. They they could be built to get to the playoffs right now. Okay. But if you look at any power ranking, they're 20 and below. So I can understand why fans aren't excited about this team right now. It's like there's no, there there's no buzz. Yeah, it's weird. there's no it's, buzz on this. Team it's right weird now. to me that I just I keep falling in love with the idea of like this this next three month stretch is going to be a lot of Cavs basketball and it's going to be a lot of like you know other NFL storylines, but a lot of Cavs basketball. And I think the I think the Guardians are just going to be background noise for me. I I don't want to. I, I, I can't find myself not investing. background. There's still free agents out there. Maybe can they go out? Can Manzardo be this like? Hero that comes to town that maybe yeah, can like hit the they're ball. They're doing the same thing with him that they've done with every prospect for the previous how many years where they're not going to touch him for the first April. And then they and then they tried making that lame excuse the other day about, oh, well, well phew, I just don't know how he's going to hit in cold weather in April. Okay. You know where that started? 
Tommy. Tommy used to say it's ridiculous. Tommy used to live it though. It's ridiculous. Hey, the kid grew up in cold weather. It's not like he could never hit in cold weather. What are we doing here? I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Do you think you're in the majority? It makes makes business sense fine, but I I just, I can't. So I don't know. What do they do? They string off a 30-game stretch to start off the year that tell me they're serious. Are their actions going to back that up? Because all right, we're going to get to the trade deadline, and we're going to sit there and watch them do nothing again. Somebody will come back from injury, and they'll tell you this is just as good as a trade. I love baseball, so I know I'm going to get there eventually. I know it, but right now it's just a really hard sell for me, Andy, and I can't. Is it just you, though? Do you think that? Like right now, the feeling, I, and again, we haven't played a game. They haven't played an exhibition game. Like they haven't a done baseball it. hangover. Sorry, or something. preseason because you got to pay for the tickets. A preseason game, I call them. Still exhibition to me. Mm-hmm. That fans are not on board yet, just maybe because we haven't seen anything, or no one's excited about it, or you, you're coming off a season last year where Tito's gone now. Like uh, zero buzz. I have no one talking to me about. No it. No one is talking about it. Hell, Owen goes to more games at the station than anybody. Owen, why? Why is there no buzz around the Guardians right now? Uh, I think because last season was a letdown, so it's and they didn't is, do is, anything. Is it the hangover right? from last year? Is that yeah, what that is? Because I, 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 I might do be part think of that. For me, that's what it is. And and then they didn't come out and splash with anything. Although I don't know that they could have. D- There's few moves that they could have done that would have really splashed because they made moves last year. They tried. Yeah, and they were. They were not good moves. I get angry talking about him, though. I can tell. Yeah, I, I can I, feel I, get, I heard it I in know, your voice I, this I morning. Know. We were like, like it's like I'm, there's it's an like uncertainty I'm... around Stephen Vogt, who's never been a manager. You know, he just retired from playing the game, what, three three seasons ago? I, I, ago? I, I'll be honest with you, and I heard this enough, and I believe this, that with Sandy Alomar around and with um, Carl Willis around, he's going to be okay this right. year. Now, now the question is: Is what is he going to look like in year two as a manager? But I, yeah, but I can't even kill him if he sucks in year one because it's not, he told you how many times that he wasn't, he didn't have baseball manager a manager experience. Like he's 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 mentioned that so many times yeah. in the previous couple months that you're like, I I can't even blame you for it. But I look at a guy in who I wish would would be the manager here, Kevin Cash, same exact boat, right? Like was went to the bullpen, was a bullpen coach for us for what two seasons, and then. How about Aaron Boone in Tampa? Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about getting thrown into the fire. Well, here's but here's the difference. Here's what I think they're going for with vote. And I haven't voiced this one yet, so I'm curious what you think about it. I think he, you know, in the NFL, how everyone that was in earshot of Sean McVay got a head coaching job. And a lot of them have worked out. Zach Taylor is coaching the Super Bowl. Matt LaFour won three straight 13 win seasons. Like a lot of people in the McVay tree did very, very well. I feel like Stephen Vogt is part of the Craig Council tree. And this is just kind of how this works. Like he was with an earshot at Craig Council, and he was under Council in many ways, even though he was still as a player. And it's like, here we go. This is this is your opportunity Here's because you were around you. somebody that was that is so great and perceived to be so great. In Craig I, I think the game has changed so much that what a manager does doesn't mean as much as maybe it used to. Now I think Tito was still in a spot where you were playing old school, and what he was saying was extremely meaningful. I don't know how much power you're looking at. Of course, the front office is going to mandate change or want change or do this. But the hardest part of the gig as a manager, and you'll listen to him, is the fact that they've got to talk to the media twice a day, before the game and after the game. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, and uh, well, I shouldn't say that's the hard. Uh, Making the decision to change a pitcher, if you're not doing it based on analytics, then becomes a hard job for a manager and trying to make sure that, but I mean, don't you think there's a 10, there's a, a good meeting about who's going to be in the lineup that day beyond the manager every day for 162? Or do you think the manager just goes, ah, I'm going to fill out the card this way? No way. It's really tough. No way our, our, our organization's doing it that way. I just don't believe it. I believe there are, there are more 
there's more uh, comment and input on what's going on in the daily lineup than just the manager. So I think that For manager's sure. job has changed, and I think Vote's going to be uh, popular on camera. So he'll do okay when he when he's got to talk to the media. That's where he's at. All right, let's ask Anthony Castrovitz when we come back. 216-474-0092. Andy Baskin also here, and I'm excited to bring on our next guest. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. He is from MLB.com. He is Anthony Castrovince. Hi, Anthony. How are you? I'm good, guys. Just trying to help you fulfill your uh, your morning Anthony quota with Lima out. So. Uh, oh, nice. Happy, that is well done. Start. I do have to tell you something. Um, you should be proud of yourself. Uh, for the first time ever, I met one of your relatives. I, I'm trying to remember where I was. And he came up to me and he goes, hey, do you know my cousin Anthony? And that's the first time that I think – Someone hasn't come up to me and said, hey, do I know your brother Bill first? So just so you know that. Wow, that's a milestone in my family. I'll that, take it. That is huge because for your, his brother was a longtime sportscaster in Youngstown. I don't know if you okay. know that. Did you know I, that? No, I didn't know that. Now no. you know that. Wow, it runs in the family. That's I got to nice. tell you, and, mm-hmm. it doesn't, and you can pronounce the last name either Kels or Kelsey. I'm kidding. Castro Vince or <laughs> Castro Vince, right? Uh, that's. You know that would not, be his contention. I, I would say we're Castro Vince, but yeah, he uh, <laughs> yeah they he went different ways TV for a number of years That's there. Castro Vince, yeah, pretty good stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Who went rogue here? What if you guys are clearly he my brother? My older brother rogue. went rogue when he he got to college and decided uh, we're we're a lot more ethnic than we used to be. All of a sudden, he was Castro Vince. <laughs> That's such a wild move. I love it. I kind of respect <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well done. Well played. Uh, Stephen Vogt, are you excited with what the new Guardian skipper can bring to the table? Uh, I like his, you know, I love his energy. Uh, just He's really all in. Uh, I was around them uh, a couple of days ago out there in Goodyear, and, uh, um, you know, that, that was the word. Like, you, you know, a personality like that. He's obviously got a big personality and you know, the Chris Farley impersonations and all that. Um, but, you know, people kind of wonder behind the scenes, like, all right, is that just for show or, or what? But, the definitely the word on Stephen vote is yeah this guy's pretty genuine uh what you see is what you get and um really eager and excited about the opportunity and it's a big it's a big job to go from yeah our, our researcher Sarah Langs found that the this is the least amount of time between a person's playing career and their managerial career since Larry Boa in the 1980s wow. um so it's, it's kind of crazy to think that this, you know this guy was a player in a big league camp two years ago at this time um and now he's the manager and so there's a lot of get to know you period, you know, really getting to know these guys on a deeper level. And, and uh, you know, his first camp he's run, uh, he's got coaches he really trusts in that regard. Craig Alburn is, uh, is, is really big for him and Kai Correa um, in, in terms of just uh, running the day to day in terms of how they handle their workouts. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely, uh, his energy is definitely real. Okay. So you just talked about two guys that are going to help him do that stuff. I'm just curious in your time covering Major League Baseball, which I think is more years than I want to really admit, how, how long have you been covering MLB? We met you when you were uh, an intern. Tw- yeah, 20 years. God, man. Phelps yeah. is going to make Jeff feel old, I can tell you that. And me too. <laughs> not you. Um, not not you. me at all. No way. Um, how do you think the role of the manager has changed in your time covering uh, It's changed a great deal. It's just changed a great deal. Um, you know, it's, it's so little of it, I think, is – Listen, bullpen moves matter, and, and the way the game is played has changed, too, by the way. So the way it's managed inherently has changed by the way um, pitching uses has changed. And that's always going to be a big deal, how you handle the pitching staff. But um, I, I just think in today's day and age, particularly communication and, and you know relationship with the front office is so important. Um, and it's not even about having moves dictated, but it's just about how you come to decisions. 
um, that process. You know, you've got to have that, that symbiotic relationship with the front office. Um, you got to have your players trust because, you know, you're going to be teams are, are more versatile in, in how they, you know, do their lineups and, you know, moving guys around and nobody has a set lineup anymore or, or they do. It's very rare, you know, so, and, and just, yeah, juggling bullpens and guys come up and down all over the course of the season, your bullpen never has the same complexion from week to week. So it is so much of it is just the relationships you build with these players and the trust you build with these players to know that, look, I'm going to put you in the right spot to succeed. Guardians are what? 81, 82, 83 win team. What are you thinking? Yeah, it feels that way to me. Um, you know, there's the upside is, is that the rotation is, you know, if, if the rotation is one of the best in baseball, which is potential, you know, it has that potential, um, you know, that, that keeps you in games and, you know, maybe there's upside within the lineup if, you know. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jimenez gets back to the level he was two years ago. If, uh, um, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, a lot of things have to go right, but Estevan Florial, you know, if, he's a guy who was kind of an under radar acquisition. If he pops for them, uh, and has some pop for them, by the way, cause we know they need that. Um, you know, a lot of good things have to happen, I think for them to be, uh, you know, a legit AL central contender. But, you know, we also know that the division, has a lot of uh, vagrant, you know, a, a lot of variety to it, a lot of variety of outcomes, you know, where the, the Twins took on some losses from their pitching staff from last year. Uh, the Tigers are making strides. The Royals are making strides. But I don't think any of these teams, you know, look great on paper, like look like they can vie with the rest of the American League on paper. And that means there's, uh, you know, a wide variance in, in potential outcomes within the division. And the Guardians are one of those uh, where, if, if the pitching holds up, if the three young guys who came up last year are, are healthy and, and take on more innings and, you know, continue to progress uh, in, in their uh, understanding of major league hitters, I mean, you know, the sky's the limit for that rotation, and that gives you a, a nice base to work off of night after night. You just said how many wins? You just said. 81, 82, yeah, 83. Okay, so here's my question, though, for you, Anthony, when you look at the Diamondbacks and go 84 and World Series yeah. – how many wins? <laughs> how many wins do the Guardians really need to to win the AL Central, or to get yeah, in? Yeah, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna point to the D-backs as that uh, 
you know, that, that shining example of, uh, hey, look, that's all it takes. And it's true. I mean, Diamondbacks had a – I was around them quite a bit this week uh, for a feature we're working on. And, um, I mean, they had a crazy year last year where for the first two months of the season, they were the best team in baseball. And then for two months, they were one of the worst teams in baseball. They just could not score a run. Um, and then they kind of flailed uh, in the weekend leading in. You know, they almost cost themselves a playoff spot in the final week and were able to sneak in. And then all of a sudden, they just hit for for a couple of weeks there in the playoffs, and that made all the difference. So, um, But, yeah, it just goes to show in this format, it, it doesn't take much. And, you know, if you are – I would say this. The Diamondbacks and the Guardians have similar styles. The D-backs are deeper. Their roster is deeper, and they've certainly done more this winter by a long shot. Um, but they they do they are similarly uh, styled in in terms of uh, how they you know generate offense with just the uh, you know aggressiveness on the base pass just athleticism that sort of thing we didn't see much of it last year because you have to get on base to show it um, you know and and the Diamondbacks have added some more power this winter which you know the Guardians did not and that's frustrating but um, but then I would take the Guardians starting staff over that of the D-backs probably so it can be done you know crazy things can happen in baseball and often do. Um, I just wish, you know, like a lot of people, I wish the Guardians have, had done more in the last two years to, to build off what we saw in the playoffs in 22, you know, where that was a team ahead of schedule perhaps, but certainly on the rise and, and did some fun things in October. Um, but then last year just kind of stalled all that momentum, you know, with injuries and, and just not having much depth going into the season. Um, you know, you wish you had more support uh, because, again, if you, if you have a good pitching staff, that can take you a long way, and they have that. Anthony, I'm 34. I feel like by the time I'm 44, I'll still be talking about whether or not Shane Bieber is going to be traded from the Guardians. I, I, it's like <laughs> it, it's a never-ending story. Is this the year? Is this the deadline? Uh, is, this the, is this the time we finally see Shane Bieber on a different team, or are we going to do the same thing? Uh, it could very well be. I, you know, I think it, it most likely will be. Um, I'm, I'm really glad they kept him going into the season because you don't want to sell low. Uh, and I think there's there's probably a better than average chance that he has a strong season and you know rebuild some of that trade value, uh, whether or not they are in contention. You know, if he does, maybe they're in contention with him. But if not, then he'd be a really fascinating trade chip at the deadline. Um, so, I mean, long answer short is yeah. I mean, I think he'll probably be with another team at the end of the year because that's the history here, where you know a player of of his standing who's uh, nearing free agency that tends to be what happens. But um, you know, he was such a complicated trade case this winter, just given that, uh, you know, that the injuries he's endured and, um, you know, it just wasn't the right time to, to make that move. Anthony, how much do you think the, the Bally sports stuff is affecting the roster and, and what's going on here with the Guardians and, you know, the payday that isn't there but could have been there and the bigger, bigger money and yeah. how this is all going to shape up? How, how much is this influencing what we're going to see on the field? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's – it's harder to say it has that big of an impact now that that's settled for the year, but it is only settled for the year. So right. there's a lot of, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of ways that can go in the future. We don't know. And, you know, they're taking a little bit of a haircut this year with the way it worked out. Um, so that feeds into this as well. But um, yeah, you know, I, I think that was kind of uh, the underlying story for a lot of teams this winter is the uncertainty of the, of the local TV deal, because we know what a big deal that is in, in professional sports and particularly in baseball in terms of generating re- revenue, you know? So when you when you change that equation, you change everything. Where do you think we're going with television and regional rights? And uh, is it uh, – yeah. part of me thinks we're going – we could be heading towards this Apple format that they're using for MLS. I'm just – I'm curious what you think yeah. it's going to look like in the, down the road. 
I could see that. I mean, I, I mean, the, the most obvious is is MLB, uh, MLB TV. You know, and right. and without with, without blackout restrictions, um, I think that's a very real possibility, uh, and it's something that could happen as soon as next year uh, with you know majority of teams or half the teams. So, um, and that would be interesting because that's uh, you're taking a hyper regional product at that point and making it a little more national. So where now you have access to if you have MLB TV, you have access, and you don't have blackout restrictions, you can watch any game at any time, which is pretty cool. I have it. Uh, I got the non-blackout version, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, so I can attest to it. It's, it's just great. It's a great product. You throw up, uh, you can throw up four games at once. You can throw up the, the their uh, uh, big inning program is great. Going bouncing from game to game every night. Uh, I love it. So I don't know. I, I kind of see it headed that direction. Big inning's awesome. Not enough people discuss big inning. It's yeah. it's the baseball's version of the red zone. I've never seen it. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's great for just kind of a catch-all, you know, know what's going on around the league and, and takes to the big moments. And, you know, baseball's done a great job of improving its pace, but but still, it's, uh, you know, you, you want to be where the action is. You know, you want to be where the uh, the moments of opportunity or, or games have a potential to swing. I mean, that's, that's what you want to tune in on. Jose Ramirez, it's going to be second or third in the lineup. I'm a big batting lineup guy. I I, I find that part of baseball fascinating. I, I Stephen Vogt said he's going to basically leave it up to J-Ram. Is that the type of thing you'd leave up to J-Ram, or is it the type of thing where it says get him consistently in the two spot or the three spot, just keep him somewhere consistently? Yeah, I mean, as long as he's two or three, that's fine with me. That, that's optimizing him and his talents, and you, know, you want him to get the most at bats uh, without, you know, I mean, moving to leadoff always seems like uh, that that really is a real thing for players in terms of a, a, a adjusting their approach and that sort of thing. But so as long as he's two or three, um, it's going to be the same approach and, and the same guy we know. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't sweat that stuff. You know, I'm more concerned about the fact. Well, when, when Rosario was batting well, in the mean, two like, spot, that's when I was sweating. Yeah, it, no, you I, know? I yeah, yeah. Well, no, that was that was pretty glaring. You're absolutely right. I mean, the, the bigger the bigger problem is. All right. <laughs> Who's batting fourth and fifth? Who's that? You know, they don't, there's just not much. Somebody's got to step up and, and be a guy, you know, behind the guy. And, and Josh Naylor can do that. Um, but then, you know, you need somebody behind him. They just, they just need more depth in this lineup. They, they need somebody to, to really step forward uh, from the power perspective. And it's hard to really, you have to squint really hard at this roster to see that, you know? So, like I said, I mean, Florial is really interesting. That's interesting pickup. I don't know if uh, you know he'll be kind of a wild card in all this this year, but um, but that's really grasping at straws. When you look at this roster, you need uh, and no pun intended with straw there, by the way. <laughs> um, you know they 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 need some thump. They need it the worst way. So I don't know where it comes, and um, you know Manzardo will be a factor here before long, and, and he has some power. And I don't know if you in that scenario if if we see Naylor in the outfield at all this year in right field. I really don't know. Um, there's a lot of ways it can go, I guess, but. As we sit here today, it's just, it's hard to see where the thump comes from. Are you surprised Class A didn't get moved in this offseason? Um, you know, a little bit, um, just because sometimes once it, it, that discussion starts, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy a little bit. But um, but he was another one where, you know, everybody has access to the same data. Everybody sees the same thing. It, he was at the same Class A last year, you know. So um, still effective, but, but not – not overpowering by any means. So uh, that affects the trade value and they always maintain a high value on their players and trade to begin with. They don't come off of it. Uh, so, you know, it's 
surprise, not surprise. Once it's out there, you're kind of like, okay, is that the road they're going down? And is that is that why they acquired Barlow? So they intend to move Class A? You know, my mind went there, but obviously, uh, you know, Class A is in camp, so it didn't happen, and um, it could still happen between now and opening day. But as it stands now, you, you know, that could, that could be a pretty good one-two punch in the back end of the bullpen with Barlow and Class A. Um, but they, I don't know, I, I'm not smart enough to know what was off with with Class A last year, but he just wasn't quite the same guy. You know, hopefully they can get that guy this year. Anthony, what do you got cooking on MLB.com right now? Uh, you know, so we're working on uh, a couple features for MLB Network, and one of them runs tonight, actually, uh, on MLB Tonight. That I think people here locally will really like. Uh, it's a feature about Larry Doby oh. uh, receiving the Congressional Gold Medal and, and his relationship with Steve Gromek, because uh, it's really – That picture is you – know, yeah. yeah, most of us have seen that picture of them uh, after Game 4 of the 1948 World Series. And the Doby family was adamant about having that picture on the medal, which is very unusual. The U.S. Met had never allowed such a thing where another person who's not being honored is on the gold medal. So I, I think people really uh, like the, the mechanics of that story and the relationship between the two families. It's really good stuff. That's What time is that on? Uh, that's on MLB tonight. Uh, I don't know the exact uh, gotcha. time it's going to run, but if people follow me on Twitter, I'll, I'll certainly be posting it quite a bit. Uh, right. and there's a written story to go with it tomorrow. All right, make sure you hit it. Let's go see. I want to go watch that too. So yeah. that's good. Good. Thanks for the heads up. Anthony, thank you as always. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. He's the best. He's Cleveland's own too. Anthony Castrovince writes for MLB.com. And of course, he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Talk about some of the stuff he had to say. Plus, Mitch, please. Next. Fastest four-hour in radio history. I tell you, Jonathan, we have it's just flown. It's gone by quick, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like we just sat down. Now I've got to make it. I don't even know what to do with the rest of my day. you got a whole day out of you. What it's beautiful. I, I guess I'm going to go play golf. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. No. What yeah, this, this would definitely hit different if it was, like, you know, June 7th. Oh, man. I'd be out. Me and you both, we'd, uh, we'd, we'd, go. we'd go. Yeah. Oh, yeah we, where would we play the uh... – Probably somewhere in Twinsburg, maybe Glen Eagles or something. That's it. You'd want to go with there? No signature? No. It's close to you. Oh, <laughs> you got to send a signature? I'll go to signature. Well, I mean, there's a lot of places at Barrington. Where else are you? Signature where is – uh, That's uh, – you got – I mean, you got to – Wait, do you have a membership to signature? Do I? Currently? Currently? You did at one point. Do you currently, currently have one? No, I do not. Okay. I do not. Our boss does. Could he hook us up? Yeah, boss has one. I don't think it works that way. Unless he wants to join us, then the three of us can go. Oh, he'd play. I think he'd take us that'd out. Be, that'd be a lot That'd of be fun. nice, especially if he could write it off. That's big, boss. Could you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> could well, you imagine being able to write off a, just, a, a midday golf trip? There are there are places, are congratulations there are on places that can. Yes. I just don't have the type of job that I could do that, and that would be lovely if do, I did. You do realize there's a lot of business done on the golf course. I know, but okay. we have no. We, me and you have no reason of actually doing business on the golf course. You need to feel better about yourself. I'm not going to out myself of here. You get in trouble. Yeah, okay. There's yeah. a lot of reason for you to do that. You're right. You're right. All right. I'm looking forward to this, Mitch. Please. Hello, Andy. This, Hi. This is our first uh, Mitch. Please together. I'm I know. Very proud I feel like that. this. Please be gentle. Go. So, all right. So our uh, clip today comes uh, from yesterday. It was Justin Fields on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. Amon Ra and John both asked him. What people have been kind of buzzing about in the 24 hours prior to that interview, what was with Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears on Instagram? Bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> they're like, why are, you, why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Right? Mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. 
just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears there's more now that you don't follow them. Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, it's, okay. it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either Keith Fields. We want Fields to the draft Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. I want to see no football, but I'm going to do a podcast with my football friends and talk football. What, what is this guy talking? That's about? what I thought was a little interesting. Uh, like, okay, I get it. You want to be on vacation? Be on vacation. But why would you be on a podcast while you're on vacation? Talking about football. If you're trying to get with away football from friends. Yeah, come little... on. We weren't born yesterday. We know. We knew. Why what do you happened. think he did it? He's mad. He's mad about how this is all unfolded. Now, what's interesting is in the past couple days, and maybe this is why Justin's backtracking a little bit. In the past couple days, the Bears have talked like they like Justin Fields again. Yeah, I heard. But that. I think that's a, I think that's a tactic. I think they're just trying to use it as leverage so that people don't offer him uh, a song and trade. You know, and like they actually give him something like, hey, hey, maybe we will keep Justin Fields so we can have Caleb Williams sit for a year, and then Justin Fields can you know kind of stay on our roster that way, and everything will be all right, and then we'll get rid of him. It puts some heat on some of the other teams. Like if you're Atlanta and you know they want to get rid of Justin Fields, are you offering a second or are you offering a third? You're like, I'll probably offer that third. I don't need to play hardball if they're not going to actually get rid of him. True. So I think the Bears are playing. I think they're playing coy right now, and I think they're. I think they're lying through their teeth at the moment. Um, and I think other Justin teams Fields can see right through that, though. It's not that hard, right? That's and and that's that's do. where Justin Fields is seeing right through it as well, right? Yeah. And and that's I do believe that the younger generation speaks through social media. And they speak through who they follow and who they don't follow. And not following somebody is a clear indicator of that. I, I, I have 92.3 The Fan and CBS Sports Radio in my bio. If I ever take that out of my Twitter bio, understand I'm not at the station long. I'm, I, I've already I've moved on. I've checked out. Like that's, just, that's the reality of it. So I think the same thing's happening with Justin Fields. I, don't, I haven't changed my bio in forever. All I know is that uh, it used to say, oh. Passing Clouds is on the bottom of my thing. I forgot. I used to have all roads lead to men's league. No matter how hard you try to play it, it, all roads lead to men's league. But Passing Clouds is is something that – What does that mean? So I'm glad – now you gave me the opportunity to explain that. Ted Henry, as when I was working over at the ABC here, that um, one day I was – I think I was upset about something or something was going on. And he goes, Andy, Passing Clouds. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, relax. He was really into Transcendental Meditation. And I don't know, were you here when Ted was here? No. Ted's a legend. What was I mean, he's a legend to me. He's a legend to anybody probably, I don't know, what, 40 plus. You know who Ted is, right? Yes. Okay. So probably 30, you know, mid-30s, uh, probably people remember Ted from, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the best news anchors in the history of the city. So, but he just looked at me one time and he just goes, passing clouds, man. I go, what do you mean? And he goes, everything's passing clouds. Everything is passing clouds. And I kind of took that to heart when he said it. And I still get upset about stuff like the seven tacos, not six tacos we had last night that were like 60 bucks. You do, by the way. You do have Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, odyssey.com right there. Yeah. So we, should we worry about that? You got not? all your credentials. Well, if, you're, if you ever take that credential out, we just know you're one foot out the door. I got, well, I got too many things there. You got a lot of things there. I should just put my LinkedIn bio on there at the bottom. Just see LinkedIn. <laughs> That's what it is. Where's he working at today? That's what you could say. <laughs> all right, I also need to catch up with you on one other thing. Is Are we done okay. with this? Are we done? Okay. Yeah, yeah I just w- just to wrap it up, Mitch, P- please, might be over now because before the segment started in the break, Jonathan correctly guessed what the clip was. Mitch, you got to step your game up. Oh, is that a bad thing that I was yeah, able to guess it? Supposed to, no, you did a good job, and you know I tried to bluff it off as much. You did bluff it off, yeah, yeah. Listen, but, 
You're getting too predictable back there, man. Hey, yeah. why, why do you take this guff from him? Who cares? I see. I'm looking at your face. Your face just went blank on that. <laughs> Owen's trying to beat you down a little bit during the show. We don't need that. Builds character. It's the older brother. Angle. I gotta tell you, I <laughs> don't take this. You guy. need to. You need to fight back a little bit. Do Look not nice fight me, Mick. Yeah, I don't think fighting. Right, at least a good he smiled. Idea. All right, I'm good. Curb your enthusiasm. Okay, so I've been trying to for four. Yes. Are you in on this too? A little bit. I'm not as not as big as you guys are, but yeah. okay. They're retelling jokes, and it's bothersome to me. Is that? It feels like we're. I, on first a- off, I'm not loving the season as of right now. It's got it's got room to change. But think about it. Think about it. The I'm gonna, and there's no spoilers here or anything like that. But he drops. Right, so if you haven't watched, don't. don't he you, drops the eyeglasses into the toilet, uh, and those- then he and then he goes out and he tries to get the maid, and he's right. like, "Can I offer you money to go ahead and do that, or you offer your tip?" And she's like, "No." And it's the same thing he did in a previous episode like seven years ago. I called this on the spot. I'm like, seven years ago, he had that whole scene where he dropped his cell phone into the toilet. Yeah. And then he went outside and tried to pay the temporarily unhoused person to come in and, and grab the cell phone out of the toilet because he wouldn't do it. Like, Larry David's in reruns. But that's who Larry David I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this season's been okay. Um, he, Tracy he's, Ullman – He's doing all the same jokes. Tracy Ullman makes me want to jump through – like, it, when I first started watching the show – Larry used to drive me insane. I couldn't. I was like, I don't know how much longer I can watch this. I can't stand it. It's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. And then as it went on, I, I, I loved it. I, to me, it's this link to my dad and my brother who both passed away since the show started. Um, that we used to have conference calls after the show to break it down. One of the best uh, yeah. TV shows in the history of television shows. I, for I'm okay. I'm okay with but, what's going on right now. I mean, oh. you can't really steal. Advice uh, maybe from I a club maybe pro. I anticipated too much. Maybe I amped it up too much in my brain. How will it end? That's know. my question for you. How will it end? Better than Seinfeld, hopefully. Oh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Mitch, I think you did a great job today. Thank you. Same I want to you. you to know that. Owen, you need to take it easy on him. Mitch, you step up your game or look for a new job. Jonathan, I had an absolute blast. I had a lot fun. of fun. This it was great. quick. All right, so are we done? Can I say goodbye now? Am I allowed to say goodbye? All right. Do, your, do your own goodbye. All right, well, good. Hey, listen, uh, I think it's Jeff Phelps is up next. I think he's the guy that hosts the One show. One of those up-and-coming guys. Yeah, it's Baskin and Phelps without the Baskin and with the men again. How's that sound? Be a hero, be a real hero, be an organ donor, lifebank.org. See you, everybody. See ya. Thank you. Hey, sounds good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 